and welcome to the More Than Roommates podcast. My name is Dan and I'm here with my roommate Graham and this is our first episode of our podcast and what we kind of want to do with this is we are a gay couple living in the Midwest and our hope is to just kind of talk about our lives and just you know week by week just kind of show our growth and kind of just let you guys into what's going on. So um we can tell you a little bit about where this name started from, but uh, first, how are you doing tonight, Graham? Yeah, I'm good, Dan. How are you? I am doing good. I'm excited to get this project going. Yes, it's Saturday. We've had a um, pretty relaxing day. We went shopping a little bit. We're actually in the process of getting ready to redo this basement that we're in. So we're getting the studio set up at just a time for us to take it all down. now. <laughs> so we looked at some flooring yep. and kind of looked at vanities again too. We're trying to make all those choices, but kind of waiting on some other bids and stuff for custom cabinetry as well. So yeah. Not sure that that's the direction we're going to go. Yeah. Um, but, but in the meantime, this has been um, a project and you might hear Pepper. She's in the corner there. That's our dog. She's moving around. Um, but this has been uh, a project that I really wanted to get going this year. I've been looking for a creative outlet. So more than roommates. Um, this all started because when I kind of moved in with Graham, um, one of the neighbors was like, oh, who is that guy staying over there? <laughs> and, you know, I wasn't out at the time. Yeah. So uh, we were like, she uh, or the neighbor uh, was also asking, like, it he was my brother. Yeah, that uh, was just kind of awkward. So. Yeah. We we're like, oh no, uh, this is just my uh, roommate. Yeah, we. So we wanted to name it, uh, and they were roommates, but that is from the Vine, and we didn't want to get copyrighted. So more than roommates, and so we've been dating. We're getting close to three years now, yeah. and we have no big plans to celebrate. <laughs> we kind of do our. Um, our anniversaries we do them pretty low 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 key yeah. chill we go out to eat we get each other a little gift but yeah card just kind of hang out we like to spend all our time together so <laughs> yeah we, yeah are connected at the hip so yep um so graham um tell us a little bit about yourself where you're upbringing what you do yeah so i'm from the heartland here in the northeastern kansas region I am a senior financial analyst at a pretty big corporate company. He's a numbers a guy. Numbers guy, for sure. Kind of an opposite of the creative guy. But I like to talk. Yeah. So that's good. And let's get on camera. So I convinced him to kind of do this. Um, so this is a little bit out of your comfort zone. So what's kind of going through your head right now? Uh, I don't know. I'm just a little trying to shake out the Loosen you know, nerves, I guess. But... We're, we're talking to the, the TV guy I met three years ago. So, yeah, so I never thought that I would be in front of the camera, you know, and I'm pretty extroverted, but the same time, it's like a little bit. Yeah, they would always tell us. So I used to work in the news industry, but I left that and that will we'll definitely get into that in some future topics because there's a lot I want to um, let the public know about that. Not a lot of people know about. Number one is the pay, but... Anyway, they would tell us at school and in the news industry that you're pretending to talk to your mom. So that's like how you kind of mom. loosen up. Yes. Hi, Chris, <laughs> mom. Which is a good segue into um, the main thing that we wanted to talk about today um, was how Graham's mom powered it. It's actually my mom and my stepdad found out about Dan. Yeah. So 
when we started dating, I was not out at all. Hadn't told anyone. No, we're talking right before the pandemic. To like a month, maybe weeks, even. Yeah, we went on. So we were. Yeah, we went on two dates, and then the pandemic kind of shut everything down. Yeah. And um, I started working from home. He was working from home full time, and um, my house conditions were not great. And so Graham texted, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to quarantine together?" And I was like. <laughs> Heck That's how you yeah. get them right. <laughs> exactly. And then I never left. Yeah. But uh, we, I feel like we also made a decision together that, you know, we wanted to kind of be safe. And, you know, since we were planning on hanging out and interacting, you know, we just kind of made the decision together that, it, you know, either we're going to have to spend a lot of time apart or, you know, we're going to quarantine together. And I think for me, I was really excited to, you know, I met... To, this amazing guy that you know I never thought I would find in Kansas. Yeah, and uh, I say yes, like oh, no, <laughs> but yeah, save. And so yeah. we we instantly clicked, and yep. so I just started staying there, but no one knew that I was staying here. Yeah. And when the pandemic was in like full swing and everyone was working from home, um, I think you guys all remember the essential workers. And so I was working for a news station and they asked all of us to record a little blurb that they were going to air in commercial breaks. And it was going to be thanking uh, different essential workers. And so I was at Graham's house and I was like, OK, I got to make sure I film this in a way that didn't I show my address for one. Didn't show. I, yeah. yeah, I knew that. <laughs> but um, also my coworkers know where I live. We would all hang out after all the time after work so i kind of wanted to make it just like um a little more anonymous anonymous where i was and so i went into graham's front yard and i recorded this blurb but i was making sure to face away from his house you could see a little bit of the ground and a little bit of the sidewalk and the guttering yeah so it was not yeah i'll play the video here but um so yeah, I didn't think about Graham's family was big fans of the news station I worked at. So Graham knew who I was yeah. before we had started dating and stuff. And so his parents were just watching TV one day. And then uh, during a commercial break, they were like... They saw your bumper, right? Yeah. And they're and like, up. I think that's Graham's house. Why is yeah. that reporter at Graham's house? So, <laughs> so what happened? So keep in mind, uh, my parents, I bought this house probably about six and a half or seven years ago. And um, we had done, we've completely renovated and updated all of the landscaping. We, my parents and I built a huge retaining wall. We moved, I think, 10 or 11 tons of Colorado River rock. So there is no mistaking the topography, I guess you would say, of the driveway and the rock and the way everything was set up. So I guess my stepdad, he had just caught a glimpse of the rocks, but he immediately, uh, I guess, and I'm hearing this from my mom, but he told my mom, hey, that's Graham's house. (laughs) And so how did they bring it up to you? I don't think they actually brought it up until we were rolling around with our friend Kelly. I don't know if you were ever oh, that. Was... You hadn't. You hadn't told. I thought she had texted. Oh, you, you guys had not met yet. Maybe we had texted a little bit. I'd probably told my mom a little bit. Maybe yeah, text. Just kind of, you know, what was going on? Why I hadn't been home? You know, I wanted to keep them safe too. So, yeah. since you were kind of working with the public. It, 
it was just a big deal. You know, I didn't want to spread anything. So we yeah. it was a scary, weird time. Yeah. And I was going out every day and meeting people face to face. Yeah. Not something I wanted to do, but my job required it. So I was making sure that was another reason why we were staying just at the house. But that was interrupting our family Sunday dinner is like a tradition that I've kind of lived, you know, my whole life doing. So yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah. And my mom was like, well, why are you not coming home? <laughs> yeah. So I think it came up, yeah, at that point. But, so what was your reaction? I, um, but Graham got kind of, keep in mind, Graham was out. It wasn't that it was, it was a guy and it was a news reporter. It was just the shock of, it was. Yeah. But so point. how, what was your reaction? I think, you know, she was, we had already talked about everything. So I think she probably thought it was kind of cool, you know, someone from the news, you know, and I think I had sent my mom a picture, like your headshot, you know, yeah. his headshot from the news station and yeah. just kind of like told her a little bit about him. But I don't think my stepdad would have known at that point. So I think that, that, clip kind of uh let the cat out of the bag yeah and then the time i officially met your mom was kind of officially well the first time i met her was we were driving around in the news van and we pull up to a stoplight and then i look right red audi you know like a new audi that my mom bought just bought a couple of years ago and there was no mistaking yeah (laughs) my mom so i rolled out the window and she rolls down her window and like her friends in the passenger seat nice to meet you (laughs) and we like like hi and meet and then the light turns green and so we go and the next light was red and so we rolled down our windows again we're like oh that's so funny and then we like <laughs> by like, the third okay, yeah. stoplight i don't think my mom even looked again yeah but it happened three times yeah. in a row and then the third time we'd like just like you know because once you say your goodbye twice it's like yeah. okay we're not gonna do this a third time so it was a, a great way to start off yeah i remember our friend kelly was like whoa your mom looks like a baller in that car yeah <laughs> yeah pookie head chief so this is our little beagle. She's four. I don't know if you can see her too much, but she's just chilling in the corner. And then we are going to take a quick pause because I just want to double check that the camera is recording. You know, a nightmare <laughs> that we would get an hour into this and it's not rolling. So we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. The camera was rolling. The crisis averted. I, I think it only happened a couple times that I had done an interview and I realized I had it hit record. Um, none of them were like big interviews, um, but I would always be like, I would look at the camera and you're, of course your heart drops and you're like, oh no. <laughs> so then I would like fiddle with it and be like, oh yeah. my gosh, oh no, uh, the camera just deleted the thing. Yeah, like something just happened out of my control. <laughs> and then uh, one person did give me a really big attitude and I was like dude it is not that serious how, did you know how long you had been interviewing it was or? it was short okay. we were at um an event so it wasn't like it was just like how was the event oh it's great I think it was less than a minute interview so I was like it sounds valuable too though and uh, yeah it happens to the best of us yeah I would say like my equivalent of you not recording would be me opening too many like excel sessions and then eventually it'll freeze up. And then I used to lose a lot of work that way. All these numbers and spreadsheets. But I, yeah. Yep. Well, I will say in my current job, my biggest blunder that taught me a lesson about saving was I had to make a slideshow and it was a thousand plus slides. And I had it saved to my desktop and not the cloud. 
And after I finished, I was getting them all approved and my computer needed to update and it was a Mac. And apparently that update had like a one in a hundred chance of corrupting when it updated and that happened and I lost all of those files. So that was tragic. So always back it up, back up everything. Yeah. But okay. I have a hot take that I wanted to address on this podcast and that is mugs. We all love them. They're super trendy right now. I love a good coffee mug, but when it comes to gifting mugs, I think people need to take this a little more seriously. I think gifting someone a mug is the equivalent of giving someone a pet because- Maybe a plant. No, 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 no. (laughs) This is much, because I have never gotten rid of a coffee mug. I never broke any. I have so many coffee mugs right now. Now it's- Halloween, Christmas, Valentine's Day. Yeah, like, I got like I have been given yeah. five coffee mugs this year, and I received three last year. So that's eight yeah. for two people. Plus, I like getting coffee mugs when I find a cool one. So I our cabinet is full. Yeah, and in the back room back there, all of my coffee mugs that I had before I met you are still in a box there. So, um. We are going to go donate the rest. I feel bad donating a gift because, you know, that's rude, but we don't need any more coffee mugs. So this is a PSA. Really think about if this person needs a coffee mug. And I will say I'm guilty. I gave someone a coffee mug last year, but after receiving five this year, like, holy hell, because I hang on to stuff. I don't get rid of it. I, well, I mean... Cop, I don't break mugs. I've broken one, but yeah, that's true. Definitely. Kind of on a related note, have you ever had any weird experience with like maybe a little bit of an inappropriate coffee mug or anything mm-hmm. that you've had? No, I keep everything pretty okay. uh, pretty safe. So we've we've received quite a few, you know, fun kind of like gag gift kind of mugs. And um, I was on you know like a Google Meet kind of Zoom call one morning. Drinking my coffee, didn't realize that I had grabbed. We have one that says don't be a salty B word. And um, I took a little swig and uh my senior manager was like, Oh, what was that? No, oh, I was like, Oh, uh yeah, it just says don't be salty. Oh, good recovery. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know how clear it was. So <laughs> have you had I didn't get in trouble though. So had you... I'm sure he laughed probably. Yeah, missing this mind like I saw the word. <laughs> yeah. Have you had any um bad Zoom calls? So he works part time yeah. in the office part time. I've already yeah. but I worked for two full years. They, they, over two years. It took a while for to, them to get you back in the office. You know, in my home office, we uh you know, we really took the time to uh buy new furniture. We got like a nice uh sipping sipins diving sipin or uh just, you know, working through the pandemic and you know the kind of screen everything would put on your own home so i took the check and i bought a nice desk and uh kind of had fun with uh, redoing my space but it, it was pretty hard to you know work from home that i guess many months and days and mm-hmm. years you're pretty that. extroverted so bad so but i will say and there's something i've been needing to address with you you always leave your door to your office open 
even when he's on a Zoom call. And his camera in there. Yes, but I'll be home and I'll have to like run past it and it points right into our bathroom. So I can't enter the bathroom if that door is open. So if you know I'm home, please close the door because there have been some instances where I like peek around and I'm like sprinting through the background and I'm hoping no one sees or hears me. Okay, we're not required to have our camera on at all times. But I don't know that, you know, like half the time my camera's on, you know, maybe kind of depends on like how put together I want to be for the day. Do I want to wake up early and take a shower or do I want to throw on sweats because... That's kind of how it goes these days. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when I'm not in office now. So. Yeah. No, I don't blame you for that. But yeah, yeah I don't know when your mic is or when your kid's in. Oh, so I'm like, yeah. okay. But keep in mind, he usually, he goes in a little bit earlier than I do. Yeah. And so he gets home earlier. And a lot of times I'll be on, you know, maybe an hour or two. I've been on three, four, five hour calls before. Yes. Yeah. You know, in busy times and... Maybe I started the call at 2 p.m. when you were just plugging away and, you know, and then suddenly you're coming home. <laughs> so but now that you've been doing the hybrid for a while, is that what you prefer? Would you rather be fully remote? I think I like the hybrid. I like the social interaction with it. And, yeah, and dashing up, you kind of, you know, sure, you can Zoom with people, have your camera on, you know, kind of catch up a little bit, but it, it's a small conversations. You run into people that maybe you don't directly work with, but you see them in the cafe or grabbing coffee, you know, and there kind of provides a lot of opportunity to just chat, catch up. And I met a lot of people just even walking pookie head, you know, around the office too. So it's just kind of a, I would say it's a fun mix for sure, but I wouldn't want to go in every day anymore. Yeah. I kind of, you know, it's kind of hard to imagine that life, I'm, which is kind of odd. I'm pretty extroverted and I've never worked from home. Like, even when I was working from home, I still had to go out every day. I just wasn't going into the office. So I don't know. I feel like I like going into the office, but there are certainly some days where I'm like, yeah. Ooh, I wish I could just stay home and. I am a night owl. Yeah. I try to go to bed early, but I do not really like getting up early and never have you know uh, you can ask anyone in my family and, yeah. and they will say this guy is not getting up yeah. <laughs> not before the sun for sure so yeah and some other things that happened that we wanted to talk about recently was um christmas was not too long ago and we actually um traveled this year on christmas day we went to see graham's brother all the way in maryland since it fell on a sunday we were trying to figure out how do we best utilize the holiday for the yeah. sure. And so I the, wanted to make sure I saw him because he's on the army and yeah, has just been deployed somewhere. So yeah, but this was my first time ever flying in an airplane. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, the camera shut off for some reason. So. I thought I saw a lens. Yeah, I didn't because see it. we would have kept going for yeah. sure. So <laughs> everyone um, watching understands, but everyone listening, yeah, our camera shut off. First run of stuff, you know, we're yeah. working out all the kinks, but. So we went to Maryland to visit Graham's brother. So we flew southwest. And if you guys have been paying attention to the news, um, you know that there were a lot of cancellations. So this was my first time flying. And we get to the terminal and there were um, two hours of delays. We had been there two hours. Yeah. And um, when we first walked in, um, there was a huge line of people because one of the flights had been canceled. I think... 
that was canceled. I actually asked the security guard, so I know. Um, they had canceled that flight because it was like bound for I think Buffalo and they had like a massive snowstorm. So that made sense. Made sense. So it kind of put it as it a little bit of ease. Yeah. But we also knew that there was, you know, a little potential for ice. Yeah. And I, so we were a little nervous. We were supposed to get to, to Maryland by like 10 o'clock at. Yeah. Um, enough time to give us a little bit to kind of, you know, maybe have a drink, you know, with my brother and sister in law and maybe the older kids, but not yeah, a drink with them, but I'm mean, not old enough. But yeah. And so we had mentally for two hours and the entire time we were there, not another, another flight hadn't departed. Yeah. So that was our other red flag. And we were sitting near one of the kiosks where people could go ask for help. And so I was listening in and about 20 minutes before we boarded, the the person at the kiosk was like, oh no, our whole computer system shut down. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, yeah, you see? Yeah. Um, but they still called us to board. And yeah, we did hear that our plane came in. Yeah. To... So we got on the plane. Um, but they were like checking everyone off with a clipboard, which yeah. is alarming because I don't know. They but the software wasn't down, so they were manually checking us in. And we get down there. We and, had our boarding passes. Yeah. Too, so yeah. Um, and you're through security. Then they determined that they needed to de-ice the plane, so that was another 45 minutes. So these were all things that yeah. I was expecting. Like Ex- that's what everyone says. One pet peeve: we were about to take off, and there was one gentleman who. Right after they asked everyone to make sure we were buckled in, decided to get up and go to the restroom and just kind of walked right past the flight attendant. Yeah, and that yeah. delay, it was, he was trying to give us the pre-boarding instructions, and the guy was yeah. like, wait, 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 uh, sit back down, sir, and the guy just darted just, into the yeah. bathroom. Okay. Duty calls, yeah, yeah. so that but, has really delayed us. Uh, but yeah. I will say a positive was one of the flight attendants really did a good job of like entertaining us yeah. and she carried around this little girl whose birthday it was and she had all of us turn on the lights above our head and she'd sing her happy yeah. yeah we sing her happy birthday and she told the little girl to blow out the candles and at that point everyone shut their lights off yeah. so it was very cute to see that yeah. and then we get to maryland now at midnight yeah. and um then the bridge it's you know the bridge, bridge that they connect oh, yeah. that you get off on broke and they had to call a mechanic so now yeah. we're in maryland and we still can't get off the sitting plane. on the tarmac for at least another 45 minutes and mm-hmm. i think yeah and i'm just really happy we made it at that point yeah how i was like okay you know the answer's flight like we landed we didn't have i don't think we really had too much turbulence no but that I any turbulence was were yeah but any sure. amount of turbulence i was freaked out i could yeah. i brought my nintendo switch i thought i was going to be able to game yeah. no i could only just sit there and try to disassociate about my appending doom i just was like in another world i sat there and read a book the entire time yeah. and i was trying to not be too hard on him I, I wanted to kind of. He did really. Well. I think I did go. I wanted to give him a little bit of stuff, you know, like that's valid. About it. Um, but the next morning, that's when we found out that all of the flights started to get canceled. Yeah. Or some return flights. So we decided we didn't want to, you know, kind of be across the bear. So we figured we would spend four days and then try to get back home before New Year's Eve. Yeah, we left on yeah. Sunday and we were supposed to on Thursday. Yep. Um, we were staying with his brother, so it wasn't like we were paying for a hotel. It yeah. wasn't that end of the world. Pepper had a good dog sitter, so all of that was oh, taken yeah. care of. But yes, they canceled our flight, so I was a little uneasy. It's just like, oh yeah. gosh, what? How are we going to get back? 
And we, I tried to call, you know, I was on the phone for probably 40 minutes and, you know, I gave up at that point. I was like, there's no way I'm going to talk to anyone today. Yeah. And so I hung up and, you know, we just, we made the best of it. We just kind of really waited for whatever news is going to come, you know, and yeah. we kind of, you know, thought maybe we needed to book through like another airline and we kind of talked about maybe getting a rental car, but the last thing we wanted to do was get on another Southwest flight that was not a direct flight home. Yeah, because we didn't want to get stuck yeah. somewhere. But there was also more severe weather coming yeah. in the new year, so we wanted to make sure but we weren't caught up in that. And I had to, working in finance, if there are any finance people that end up watching this podcast, you guys know how important it is to be there for year end and how much happens and... I was really kind of getting nervous that, you know, I wasn't going to make it home because I'm just like freshly like a year into my senior position and I really wanted to be there and, you know, do my part and help with everything I could. So yeah, it was kind of a tough situation to be in. But... Yeah. But we made it back. We yeah. got back on New Year's Day. So we celebrated yeah. New Year's Eve that in was Maryland. Direct flight. We yeah. could get back And home, so. fly home was easy peasy. And, you know, we are blessed considering like i know people were in way worse situations yeah. we weren't paying for anything we had already taken off the work so we were fine but it was just a of course my first time flying it was yeah. very, very different and an experience yeah for core memory or yeah. the books yeah exactly but yeah and now i know what to expect i thought i was yeah. prepared for traveling in a plane because i have camped and traveled and all of that but it is different packing for a plane yeah was like, oh, make sure you bring your medications with you. And I'm like, it's a, it's a yeah. two-hour flight. I'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, now I understand because a lot of people's luggage got separated. Ours didn't. Yeah. But now I will always keep a change of clothes with me too. True, yeah. We also learned the hard way. And I always bring a little bit of extra medication, but I usually don't bring like... I, I would never anticipate being somewhere for days after I was supposed to leave. Yeah. Um. So that created a little bit of a hassle for us, too. We had to call our doctors and have kind of like an emergency prescription filled, you know, for all our meds we needed. Mm -hmm. And our, my brother had to drive us around. But um, I will say at least we got a good reimbursement from Southwest. Yeah, they reimbursed us for our, all of our expenses. I know people were not happy with them. Honestly, like, I would fly with them again. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. It it was a fluke, and hopefully it doesn't yeah. happen again. But And our, our flight home, smooth as butter. Yeah. On time. I think we even maybe got home a little bit early, like five minutes, whatever, you know. Yeah. Not a big deal. But... Yeah, for sure. So. Well, I think that should wrap it up for our first episode. Um, I want to appreciate if you guys have watched this far. Um, please subscribe to this YouTube channel. Like it. And then comment down some comp, uh, some questions. Maybe you want us to talk Topics, about some stories, like a couple, you know. Yeah, some news industry tea uh, right. down to spill that. But We've yeah. got tons of other vacation trips we can talk about. We have the worst luck traveling together. Yeah, so, we yeah. had I mean, some. We travel really well together. Don't get me wrong. But yes, yeah, so we had some weird things out of our control. <laughs> but so we can talk. Yeah. So I this is a really big passion of us. It's always hard to put yourselves out there. You can tell we're a little, but we've done it. And I would appreciate if you guys like, subscribe, you know, let us know 
give us the confidence so that we can keep this going. But again, more than roommates, we will release videos every Wednesday, once a week, that is our goal. And um, 24 hours before the video podcast goes up on YouTube, we will lit release the audio only version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that. So if you want to listen to it, you know, while you're having your morning coffee, all of that, I listen to podcasts while I work. Um, you can have the audio only first and then the video on Wednesday at the More Than Roommates YouTube channel. But uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Bye.